This episode of the Consulting Pipeline Podcast is brought to you by Specialization School. If you are a generalist who is interested in the idea of specializing and you'd like some guidance on that, making that transition and you'd like that process to happen as quickly as is humanly possible, head over to SpecializationSchool.com. I, over the weekend, got a super interesting email from Evan down in Atlanta, Georgia. Evan is um, someone that I, I'm working with currently on specializing, and he uh, he brought up just something that I just think is a very fascinating um, question about the role of emotions in this process of specializing. I'm not going to be able to like completely, there isn't even really an answer <laughs> to the question Evan brings up. It's more of a, a sort of large issue that I think some of us have to live with and wrestle with a bit and come to our own conclusions about. But Evan gave me permission to read his email to you. And so I want to do that, and I want to add just a few thoughts. I literally have uh, another call here in eight minutes, so it gives me some incentive to keep this episode tight, <laughs> and I'm going to do that for you. But just know that this is a larger issue that I'll return to over and over again. And I think even for those who are less uh, emotional, uh, let's say, in the audience, this is still going to be interesting stuff. Evan says, I've been thinking about something a lot recently. Wanted to get your wiser opinion. Emotions. It is certainly an oversimplification of the world. But let's say there are two camps of people, Stoics and Epicureans. I would put someone like hedge fund billionaire Ray Dalio in the Stoicism category, whereas Steve Jobs would be quite a bit more hedonistic. A lot of your marketing material speaks directly to the emotions that entrepreneurs feel in making the decision to specialize. And I venture a guess that entrepreneurs may, on average, place a higher value on experiencing everything that life has to offer. But it's obvious that emotions totally get in the way of great positioning, as well as potentially hundreds of other things. The hilariously simplistic advice of throwing a dart at the NAICS table, this is advice that I have sometimes given people, is absurdly rational. Nearly all of the verticals out there have a high probability of supporting your business. So do emotions serve any value to us as entrepreneurs? I think of the temper tantrum I threw seven years ago when I said, this is BS, I'm out of here, and started my own business. If you squint at that, then it has a similar shape to the temper tantrums my 20-month-year-old son throws when he gets oatmeal instead of yogurt for breakfast. Not particularly, quote, aligned with nature, as Seneca might point out. And yeah, yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Recently, I read this crazy book, Algorithms to Live By, which takes an algorithmic approach to simple life decisions, like picking a restaurant for going out to eat. This really tickled my rational funny bone. I obviously don't want to run my company by algorithm, but it seems like there's a huge advantage to advocate for the best damn data analysis over most prescient gut checks. What do you think? How does emotion help? That's, that's Evan's email, and it, again, just really gets to the heart of what I think is a huge issue. So specialization is, at its core, about developing valuable expertise. 
this whole topic of expertise is very much on my mind recently because I've just finished reading David C. Baker's latest book called The Business of Expertise. He was kind enough to send me a few copies of it before it was available on Amazon. And I'm going to talk more about this book in the near future because it's super relevant <laughs> to the larger conversation going on here about specialization. For now, I can, I think, pretty unreservedly recommend that you buy it. It is um, aimed at a slightly different target market because David works with slightly different people than self-employed software generalists who are just on the cusp of that transition from generalist to specialist. Nevertheless, uh, just go buy the book. Trust me. On emotion. The problem that I see with emotion, and just by way of context, if you haven't figured it out yet already, <laughs> I bring a lot of emotion into my business. I can't help it. It's just how I'm wired. And I actually don't think it's a disadvantage. But I do think like every uh, potential strength has a sort of weakness inherent in it if you over rely on that strength or apply that strength without an awareness of its limits and the, and the larger context in which you're applying it. So I don't think, you know, being like an emotional person in business is a weakness at all, but I sure think you need to be aware of how that functions and how you, in how you show up for your clients and how you run your business. And one of the main problems I've seen in myself, at least, with emotion is that an intense emotional experience can, it's easy to interpret that as a substitute for measured evidence. And that's, maybe if there's just one sort of takeaway that I want to leave you with, don't let that happen. And again, this is coming from someone who has intense emotional experiences in the context of his business all the freaking time. So, for example, don't try something once, like, let's say, cold outreach via cold email. It might be a thing that you would try. Don't try it once, because if you try just once, you will probably, as someone who's a little bit more on the emotional or Epicurean end of the scale, that experience will feel intense to you, because it's the first time you're trying something. And naturally, it feels intense. You're not going to come at it from a sort of rational, cool-headed perspective. You're going to come at it from this other perspective, and it's going to feel intense. And the intensity of that feeling, it's tempting to substitute that for more measured evidence. And that's a mistake, I believe, because that can cause you to try things once and say, screw it, man, that really sucked. I'm not doing that again. And as you may or may not know, <laughs> developing new skills is generally not a one-shot proposition. So that's why I say don't let the intensity of your feelings about trying something new be a substitute for actual evidence that that thing you're trying is or is not a good idea. Number one, you might have to try it more than once <laughs> before you collect really good evidence. The counterpoint to that is for those of us, and again, I'm not saying people who are coming from an emotional place primarily are superior or inferior to anybody else, but it can be a potential strength, like a real awesome asset. Um, it can be a sort of fuel 
in developing valuable expertise because the curiosity, that deep satisfaction you feel about spotting a pattern maybe somebody else hasn't seen or solving a mystery that not many other people have solved is an an incredibly valuable fuel that can move you towards developing and, and cultivating that valuable expertise. And how you feel about your business, I mean, as anybody can attest to, you know, Evan brought up the example of Steve Jobs, like that that keynote when he unveiled the iPhone is such a memorable point in technology history. Like whether you're a fan of Apple or the iPhone or not, I, I would defy anybody to watch that keynote and not like uh, feel something about what was happening. And a lot of that was, you know, you can say, oh, Steve Jobs was a snake oil salesman or, a, you know, uh, overly aggressive marketer or whatever. But the charisma that he brought that was, again, balanced with a, a sort of more cool, calm, collected thing. But still, there was an underlying uh, emotional quality to that event. And when you think about how that might show up in your business and make you more effective at spreading the ideas that you're enthusiastic about, um, crystallizing for others the expertise that you possess, and simply getting a client excited about working with you. There's an undeniable value to coming at things from an emotional perspective. So something a little bit, uh, you know, not against emotion, but just something to keep in mind to temper, and then also a reminder that this could be a, you know, your... Your connection with emotion could be a tremendously valuable asset for your business. Again, I'll have more to say about this as uh, as I do more episodes of this podcast. And just a quick reminder that if you have any questions, please dial them in 707-204-0717. Would love to answer them on air. Talk to you soon.